Today's episode is sponsored by Dansoft Gamers. Dansoft Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.dansoftgamers.co. That is www.dansoftgamers.co. Looking for a natural glowy complexion without compromising your delicate beautiful skin? Well, Zoka Beauty Delivered has skincare experts to provide recommendations to clients' concerns. Mainly, free consultation, skin analysis, suggested recommendations, and we also sell a wide range of authentic international beauty brands at great prices. We can recommend, or if you already know what you're looking for, just let us know and we will have it delivered to you. We are open from Monday to Saturday, 8.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. We also do special appointments for Sunday. Trust Zuka Beauty Delivered with your skin today. Trust Zuka Beauty Delivered with your skin today. Mujebale, Mujebale, Mujebale. My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Ball Talk Show. So I appreciate the concern of you actually wanting to have like a good light and making sure everything mm. is perfect. Most people Except don't that, care. Uh, usually we have studio which is better, just okay. like studio is being used busy. Okay. And I really want us to do it. Man. So yeah. I gotta do it. We keep postponing every single year, every single time. I know. Yeah, I know you're you're a busy man and like my schedule too, plus add on the time differences, like it doesn't really help, you know. I think mostly it's the time difference. Mm-hmm. Because like right now in the US is like one thirty, it's almost one thirty, like in Misana. So like it's broad daylight and it's night there. And it's eight thirty, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, in Uganda. So how is life, man? How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I've been great, man. Yeah. We're always on the road. That's the life we live, bro. Uh-huh. That's the life we live. We chose to be on the road often, so. Yes, yeah. We yeah, I've been, I've been keeping up with you, the work you do. Mm-hmm. Ever since the first day I saw you on the, was it the Alive concert in Lugogo? Legend. Yeah, at Legend. Yeah, yes, at Legend. That, that was the first time. And I, ever since then, I've been following you all the way your oh, yeah. trip to was it Burundi? Who did you go to? Yeah, Burundi with Festival. How was then, that? Man, how how was that trip in, in Burundi? Tell me about that. It was amazing. It was amazing in that uh you know you get to you know have to find a different test and a different feel of you know a different event in a different mm-hmm. you know country. Different country, Sometimes yeah. You're always in Uganda, you're always in one place, moving to place to place and People know the language, people know the songs, people know the music. Mm-hmm. You get the point. But now here you've gone to a different audience. You've never played for them before. You get the point? Yeah. And then uh, you don't know what's happening in their country. Uh-huh. But all you have to do is now get to study them and, you know, want to play, play a song, another song, and you get to find yeah. the rhythm where they actually fall. And then when you have them, you know, you're good to go. Yeah. I like it when people don't keep... Um, themselves and just within you know like just keep yourself within Uganda but just opening up to like even East Africa Africa like worldwide you know yeah. like you're taking your brand all the way just mm. not keeping it like within Kampala so that's that's really good 
So how was uh, yeah, it's good. It's good how was that a live concert? How was that a live concert in Legends? Uh, I saw a few clips here and there, but what was your experience there and how did it go? Yeah, I actually felt uh, felt so blessed, man. I'm so humbled to be, you know, to to, to be living my dream because I check it as living my dream, man, because it's my lifestyle. You know, living is lifestyle, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it feels good to, to see the lifestyle get to that, that particular level mm-hmm. where you're not only now, uh, you know, sharing stage with the fellow Ugandans, yeah. but also sharing, sharing with, you know, African artists who are doing good uh, on the continental level, uh, doing good, you know, beyond Africa and all that, man. The mm-hmm. experience was good. Mm-hmm. And also, it's so humbling as well. You know, it shows that, uh, you know, the world is watching, people are watching, and it shows the unity of Africa. Because mm-hmm. if Africa can come together, you know, yeah. from Nigeria, from Zambia, mm-hmm. in Uganda, you get the yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Then next time you'll see Africa go to the USA, you'll see Africa go to the UK. Yeah. Yes, it just shows one unit, man, and it was so amazing and grateful. That's awesome. Yeah, I was keeping up with it. I was keeping up with the show because one of my good friends who I'm going to ask you about later, Jesse Tennis, um, was on the con- was on the yes. show there. I'm going to keep that for later because mm-hmm. I know I've known Jesse ever since I've been in the States and he's my good brother. Um, but yeah, I was following that and then I got to know you through that. And I know you guys have a new song coming up, which we're going to talk about too later. Um but before we yes. dig into like these experiences, because I just brought them up because I've been keeping up with you, but I really want to know about, and I want my listeners to know about your background. Like, where were you born um, in Uganda? Yes, I was born, uh, you know, I actually come from a humble background. You know, I was born and raised in Aguru, go down. I know okay. most of you that uh, yeah. listening in and you, maybe you've been to Uganda because Bonnie, Bonnie's a Ugandan, of course. So yeah. I know he has. Some bit, some little bit of history about Uganda, about Kampala city. So I was born and raised in Naguru. Um, you know, went to schools around like still Naguru, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. new age, and then went to Ikololo SS. I know you're very well versed with that. Yeah, and uh, that's where the dream, that's where everything started from. That's where the experience, that's where the exposure and mm-hmm. everything started. Yes. So where did you say where you went? You you went to school in Naguru too, like primary and secondary. Primary in Aguru and then secondary, I just went to schools along Google Bypass. I know you know Bypass. No, I know where the Google yeah. Bypass is. <laughs> yes, that is for, yeah, that's Colossus Secondary School for my O level. And then uh-huh. uh, yeah, I know Colossus Secondary School. Um, yes, and City High for my A level. Okay. Yes. So when I was in Uganda, when I was young, I used to live in Bukoto, those areas of Bukoto, and we used to walk to Mulago. Um, mm. So I know a little bit of those areas. Um, yes. So when did you then discover that you want to be a DJ? Because like in Uganda, I've, mm. I've had a lot of people on the podcast here, like who are content creators in Uganda. They record short videos. Yes. Like the two weeks ago, I hosted a guy called Nyaika, 256 Nyaika. He goes on concerts and he records like short. I think he was on that concert too, Legend. Um, I think mm. he recorded Pompey. I think the artist is called Pompey. And he just yeah. records his short films um, at concerts. Like he goes to yeah. secular concerts and gospel concerts. But so things like that. So there are people who are earning money through like doing that. Like the people who are becoming DJs. But when we were growing up, they were telling us you can yes. only be a doctor, teacher. <laughs> uh, so when yeah, did you yeah. get that dream yeah. to be a DJ? And how did that build up? How did even, how did that come up to you? 
it's so funny how from uh, from Sunday school, from church, yeah. honestly, I've been I've been saying I really want to be a DJ. Each time we talk about career, I've, I've been saying I want to be a DJ, and people used to laugh at me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Even now, uh, when I joined second grade, my form one, that's basically when I started really getting so much exposed now to this DJ industry. You know, getting to meet uh, you know people, uh, people that have sound, people that have saloons, but uh, you know they're normally playing music and all that. So I started in a saloon. You know, no. the point of, yeah. I could just go to just, you know, play with this guy's computer. But mm-hmm. at some, uh, you know, it was like, no, you, you're not going to be coming and just playing on the computer. You should also learn how to be a baba. And then yeah. you can all, all of that. So that's how now trying to want to be a DJ helped me to, to also learn another skill of being a baba and all that. Mm-hmm. So that, now that really kept me so much in that place. So that really, at least I knew I am going to go and I'm going to, if I don't help him with uh, with being a baba, at least I want to improve on my DJ skills. So as yeah. you know, being what you call being self-taught and all that. Mm-hmm. Not that you when I, you know, a friend to the owner of the saloon or a friend to friends in the saloon. Yeah. You know, he was a good DJ and he's still a good DJ. His name is called DJ Douglas. Okay. Yes. Uh he just saw the passion in me and all that. So he decided to add on to add on to me, took me to his home and started exposing me to a few equipments here and there, mm-hmm. a few softwares, and that's how the dream really started it's so surprising but yeah. that's how i really started i've always wanted to be a dj honestly from childhood so did, so you always wanted to be a dj so when you finished from yeah. six did you ever go to university yeah. or did you just straight up start djing after senior six even if, 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 if even before finishing uh before even before finishing high school yeah even during school before after high school i've always told during career guidance yeah. man you guys are starting to be lawyers you know you know <laughs> Studying to be doctors, but me, I want to be a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> the point. So I, it even made me really push this so much because I felt yeah. like, okay, there's nothing I can do aside from this. You get the point. So after senior six, still, I just joined. I, I mean, I, I just kept in the industry, kept pushing, kept going, and then I didn't, I, I didn't join university. Up to now, I didn't join university. Mm. The only times I got to study, you know, a few courses online was, yeah. uh, you know, just got a scholarship. You get the point. Yeah, yeah. just study the music as well still so that's pretty that's cool how, how how did yeah. your how did your parents feel about that like how did your parents feel about you becoming a dj no african parent will ever <laughs> be that your daughter being a dj you know generally the arts industry african parents yeah. the only thing they know is go to school mm-hmm. yeah go to school you know be be a doctor be a lawyer whatever it is marry you know produce yeah. kids go to school and all that and me i really want to change that narrative yeah, you tell like, them I'm, I'm going to be a DJ. Thank you. Also, sometimes I don't blame them because of what, who, those that came before us. You get the yeah. point? Yeah. Those that came before us, they really provide a really different picture. So yeah. each time people could see our DJs, they just think, oh, they didn't go to school. You get the point? They didn't go to school, but yeah, yay. It'll be funa, all that. Yeah. Again, the times have really changed in that nowadays parents really get to appreciate uh, our choices that we make yeah. you know what's crazy um i didn't mm. want to uh dim your light but when i yes. was younger <laughs> i wanted to be a dj like that was my dream well that was my okay. childhood dream. so <laughs> so my dad is a pastor i'm a pastor's child yeah. and um when we grew up in church i was the person who is connecting the speakers and all that and then yeah. i had like a little computer what was the software mm. back in the day on the it computer was uh, DJ PC, PC, what? PC DJ. Yeah, I think it was PC DJ. And like I would make like 
mixtapes and like I would like pretend I'm a DJ and like virtual DJ. There was virtual DJ. Virtual DJ back in the day. So I would I would play with that and I would go with that. There's a friend of mine, my childhood friend, uh DJ. He's not a DJ actually. He's a like a good DJ, but he's a secular DJ. Um what's his name? Yes. I've forgotten. But when I was growing up, I just wanted to be a DJ. And when I saw you and when I saw this guy, I was like, I really want to host this guy to just listen to his <laughs> stories. Because it will remind me yeah. how I was when I was younger. How I, wanted oh, yeah. I still love music till today. I can't sing. My dad forced me to sing in church. So I hated singing. My voice is not yeah. good to sing. But I love music. I love making mixtapes and just... I no longer do that because I don't have time, but that was a dream for me. So I wanted to just share that with you. And I don't think anybody on the podcast wow. has ever had me say about that. But when I was but younger... I know now they know. Yeah, now and the they show, know. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a DJ. So I wanted to be a gospel DJ just like you. Because um, my dad yeah, being a pastor, I didn't, see, yeah. I didn't see myself in being a secular DJ. Um, but I never got to fulfill the dream. But I'm glad that you're here to share about your journey. And right now that like we already talked about, like these are the things that were not seen as careers, but now it's different generation, you know? Like I want kids yeah. who are out there to get inspired by you, like kids who want to be DJs. Like, hey, there's DJ Victor. Yeah. Like, I can be, I can be like DJ Victor, just listening through your story and, and your dream. Yes. So yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's the whole reason I do this podcast and share and bring different people from different backgrounds because I want to uplift other youth in Uganda to listen to yeah. like your story and they get empowered. So when you became a DJ, so now I know like right now you work at, at Power FM, you are the DJ there. Um, how was your journey like the first time you got like a professional job? How was your journey like to now be where you are? I think is that the only times I really got jobs was that I was trying to uh, to look for capital to invest in this in this that I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. You get the point. Yeah, I you know I tried being a cleaner, but uh, I worked for two days. You get the point. Yeah. I, I I was like, you know, yes, fine. I'm looking for capital, but I'm not supposed to be doing this, you know, to look for capital mm-hmm. and all that. So uh, eventually, I went and uh, got a job with Omeme. I was distributing their bulbs uh, to the different households. And Ma, all that. So okay when another section yes like just bulb distribution okay yes you know there's an era where omimi was replacing was replacing like you know when they introduced your castle they were like replacing these uh other old old bulbs with a new yaka bulb right yeah helping to distribute that and then it took me, I only worked for like 40 days, got my money, got money, bought a laptop, and then I resigned. Mm. You get the point? Mm-hmm. It was like, now, yes, now the journey has started. You get the point? Mm-hmm. So I started now using laptop and all that, and pushing, 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 and then I had a friend of mine, he had a controller, but he wasn't so much interested in this anymore. He was a DJ as well, but now I'm not interested in, in DJing anymore, so I now started using his controller. You mm-hmm. get the point? Yeah, not until he also traveled, you know, to Malawi. So I'm left still with nothing. Yeah. And then I really saved and then bought my own. And that's how I started up. Yes. So yeah, that's a that's a cool journey. And that's a that's those are some of the things I want like to hear you share yes. about like nothing came 
you know, like nothing came straight forward to you. Like you have to to hustle, yeah. lose this, gain this. You know, you lose some, you win some. But to see like you still stayed on the journey. Because some people, when they go through, like, oh man, I've lost this, and then they quit. But like you see, like you never quit. You just stick to the plan and just stick to the goal, and just stick to it. Yeah. Um, so how did you then land on the job to to work on Power FM? Okay. Now working on radio, I, I, I oh, yeah, working on radio. And, yeah, yeah, I often went to radio. Often went to radio. Often submitted my mixes to different radio stations. Uh, and before Power FM, I had a couple of radios I used to DJ at. Yeah, that's Alpha FM. That's Majipan, Majip One Hundred FM. Mm-hmm. That, that that was BBC. And uh, a couple of other radios I used to feature as as a guest DJ, Record FM, and all that. But now mm-hmm. I just yes, and and those weren't even you know possible platforms and all that. So you know you're there you're just trying to get experience you're trying mm-hmm. to look for people and yeah. then though in my heart I, I i deeply always wanted to only work for, for, for power firm okay when it comes to the setting i was like yes i've been in the mainstream and all that i've, I've you know i've done gospel on other stories on other mainstream radios but if i'm to work on a radio that has you know gospel content it has to only be power firm so I took my work there as well, and you know they kept dodging you. Of course, you know how it happens. Mm-hmm. You get the point. So, and then I figured out, okay, now that the, we, where we have uh, we have reached, everybody doesn't want to, to, you know, to give that space to another person. You get the point. Mm-hmm. So I was like, now I haven't been accepted. I've sent mixes. I've sent demos. So what I have to do is let me now start pushing my brand for someone out there to look for me, not me now. Exactly. For that person, that particular someone. Mm-hmm. You get the point. So that's when I started. Uh, pushing myself so much online i figured out very many djs don't want to use the online platform they don't want to do what we call branding mm-hmm. like all that so a few loopholes here and there that, those are the loopholes that i noticed and i was like you know what let me fix these loopholes yeah let me push myself and then that was 2017 and then just a year later 2018 i got an international nomination in the uk for the gt music awards nice and then you know that nomination came even when i had nothing yeah that's what i was gonna ask you about because on your instagram on your description you yeah. say mouth winning and in the uk and, uh, yeah mouth yeah. award oh uh, that's that's amazing man and it's yeah. always good to see your work pay pay off like uh, recently too i've been pushing this uh my podcast being nominated in uganda where i didn't even know like somebody just noticed it and just put it out there so it's really refreshing to see when your work pays off when you win these awards and like you just say you didn't have anything now what that gives you hope like when you have something now it's going to even get better you know when i you know i don't know the notification came and i was i was sleeping Mm-hmm. You know, you're sleeping in the house and you really have no plan for the day. You're like, well, what am I going to eat? Yeah. To get the point. Yeah. What am I going to drink? Like, <laughs> and I understand the and life. The in, I understand the life in Kampala. Yes. Even the hunger went, bro. You know, yeah. by then we were still struggling. Even the hunger went. Like, yeah. the hunger really went. Mm-hmm. And then I happened to, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me just invest this money in data. The remaining money I had, let me invest it in data. Let me see how best I can do this campaign and people can get to vote for me and all that. So even on the day of winning the award, you know, mm-hmm. just we, we couldn't travel, you know, yeah, we couldn't travel, and then they still didn't send the award today. After today, wow. they still didn't send it because I really can't send the award because yeah. each time we send the awards, they're always robbed on the way and all yeah. that. 
yeah, oh, wow. yeah, customs and that always finds ways of making them disappear. So mm-hmm. uh, that after the that GT Music Awards, so that's when now I got a call from Parf. I'm like, you know what, you know, there's this opportunity. We've been following you on ABCD. Mm-hmm. Man, why don't you come and you know we have a chat and then that's how through the chat agreements conversations that's how another job came through. That's, yes, and then that's awesome. That's awesome. That's now that's now home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um you're you you define yourself as a gospel DJ. Um that means you're like to me, I would think you're a Christian. When was the time you're yeah. like you chose like you know what I'm gonna be a gospel DJ? And when was the time you're like, I'm gonna give my life to Christ and just do God's job? Yeah, true. Uh you know, all of us, bro. I'm I'm gonna be honest, all of us come from church backgrounds and all mm-hmm. that. All of us were born and raised you know, from my church, you know, church going parents and all that. And, uh, you know, my dad was one of the big guys as well, you know, church board and all that. But unfortunately, the church I was in, they don't accept being a DJ, bro. Yeah. Being a DJ is a bad guy. <laughs> Little point. Yeah, yeah. Even even this career, we, I got to push this career in another church that was kind of an urban church. You get the point. Yeah. But again, I, there's something I haven't told you. I come from the secular. You get the point? Mm-hmm. from a secular dj with a christian background to to being a christian dj and then of late i actually call myself a dj yeah, yeah. not a christian dj mm-hmm. just a dj you get just the point? A DJ. Yeah. Why? yeah because we are all djs if if, if i'm to be put with other five djs we are all djs the only thing that separates us now is the content okay yeah that's a that's a good okay. way to put it that's a good way to put it yeah yeah and that, that if makes I a lot of christian dj then yeah. i'm putting myself in the bracket it means I can't be, I can't be matched with any other DJ. Mm-hmm. Yet it's always good for you know for us to always stand out. You know, mm-hmm. it's good to stand out and and, and be you. It's it's good for us to stand out. Your product should stand out there. Yeah. Only difference, oh, your product is you know product comes from here. It's made by you know by this ABCD, but mm-hmm. there are all products out there that anyone can. Yeah. So you on your Instagram still you use the word hype. I think half minutes. So like. What brings your hype? What what makes you the hype man? Like, tell me about that. Because I think even um, I'll I'll remind you this a little bit. I was watching that mm. clip when you were introducing Jesse to the stage, and yes. like you came with this much energy to introduce Jesse Tennis. Oh, yes. So tell me yes. about the hype. Like, how do you get the hype? Oh yeah, the, the hype is um, I'm I'm naturally an energy person. Each right. time I come in, even if it's not music, I love. I know I'm so talkative. You get that point. Yeah, I love yeah. atmosphere that is so lively. So and that really led me to wanting to be a hype DJ, a DJ that uses a microphone, a DJ that can command the crowd, a DJ that you know can MC. Like everything that I do is always running around the microphone. Mm-hmm. You get the point? Yes. Because I, I I do less of the skill, but more of the playing of the music and then more of, of the hyping. So I, I, I feel that is so encouraging because sometimes when you're having, you know, an event and people are so bored, mm-hmm. at least if the music doesn't get, get them, the hype is going to find them. You get the point. Right. So that's yeah. why, I mean, now, yes, on that day, you remember, Jesse Tennis is an artist all the way from the USA. Right. You know, Uganda is the best thing in the USA and they had come to Uganda for a show and all that. Mm-hmm. So the best way to introduce him was to first hype the audience. Yeah. You get the point. Yes. The hyping helps us to lay a soft ground. You get the point. So yeah. if the one is not soft, sometimes it's gonna it's gonna be hard for you know 
Yeah, it's always good to <laughs> but, hype the people, yeah. to hype the crowd, to get them ready for something. Yeah, you know, true. like it's it's part mm. of being an artist. Like it's part of the job to oh, just like get them, get them where you want them to be. Because if you don't hype them, then they're not mm. gonna be able to like meet you where you want them yeah. to be. Yeah. That's so, true. so speaking every, of, uh -huh. every, sorry, 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 everybody should, but every event runs on hype. You yeah. Get the point. Yeah. Every event comes on hype. Every artist mm. that comes is hyping. Every MC is hyping. Every DJ is hyping. Mm. I believe that's where now we are. DJs are no longer just DJs. Mm -hmm. DJs are now artists. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning the word artist. Yeah. DJs are now artists. That's why also my, on my you know social media and all that. My name is DJ Victor Tufasis, but when mm -hmm. it comes to describing what I do, I'm an artist, you know? And yeah. DJ, hype, all fall into that art. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so now we, we mentioned Jesse Tennis a little bit. Um, how did you connect? How did you meet Jesse Tennis? What was the relationship like when the first time you met him? Yes, actually, before meeting Jesse Tennis in person or even starting to chat with him, I had a friend of mine who was doing a, a little bit of promo for him. That's okay. how I got to know him. And I even thought he's not Ugandan. Not until I had Ugandan lines in this song, and I was like, wait, yeah. this is not Ugandan. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> And investing in the European, and then I felt really touched because most of the artists are always uh, struggling with promotions. Artists are in the diaspora, mm -hmm. they struggle so much with promotions here at home. Exactly. So, yes, so when a friend of mine introduced me to Jesse Tennis, I had to personally, you know, go to his channels, follow him, and subscribe to his YouTube. Mm -hmm. Make sure I'm following him, following him on Twitter and Instagram so we can get to connect. You get the point. So, when I got a chance and played this song, I sent a video to him, and then the connection really came out of you know the genuine love that i kept showing him because me i loved him and i loved him full time i have loved him i appreciated his music so i didn't stop playing his music so it was like but wait this guy is always you know recognizing my work right. this time i put out new work he's always playing it fast or he's always helping me you know go go an extra mile when it comes to pushing my song in ug mm -hmm. so that's how we started that we shared contacts and then started talking and then you know when he came to, each time he would come to uganda he called me bro yeah, I'm in the country, you know, can we link up and all that? You know, have mm -hmm. a meet and greet. So that's how now we met, became family, and everything is now flowing because you know, we now we are brothers now for life. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse is a great guy. Jesse, I met Jesse in my first year when I first moved to the United States. Actually, we met through social media too. Like, we were, yeah. I think it was during the campaign stuff on Instagram. And then I linked up with Jesse and like, hey, you're in America, I'm in America too. So we linked up in DC. And that was the time when he was building his music career. I remember going to his yeah. house and he just played the music on the guitar. I was like, bro, you're so talented. And then he started making music. Wow. And now it's really exciting to see where he's at now and like the music he has done and all the support he has got from you guys. And I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that something that people in the diaspora, we have a hard time in promoting our music back in Uganda because I think people um have a different perspective of that and it's good to have people like you back home who help us like push our content push our like even me starting my podcast it's really not like even if you see my audience it's yes. huge in the united states because i mean i live here but yes. like in uganda it's 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 good but it's not where it would have been like for a person who was born in uganda so it's yes. like the marketing thing it's, it's really hard but we are thankful for people like you who push like the content and like music in Uganda. So I'm glad Jesse will get to listen to this and he will be excited to hear what, what you had to say about it. Um, 
The other artist I was going to ask you about, you had a time to meet with, uh, is he called Limo Blaze? Limo Blaze? Limo Blaze, man. Limo Blaze. Yeah, I saw I saw a few videos you did. I saw pictures. So how was the connection like and the experience you were with them? What was that like? You know, one thing I want to say is it's always good, you know, for you to you to push your work, to push yourself. Because through that, you know, someone out there gets to recognize you and all that. So mm-hmm. the experience, my highlight for, for for that meetup was Limo Blaze, you know, when he came to Uganda, when he came to studio, you know, when he saw me like this, he just, you know, you know, we always get starstruck and all that. But instead, it was him who was so excited, you know. I was not supposed to welcome him, but instead, he's one who even welcomed me yeah. at the point. He came and shook my hands like, bro, you know, I, I, I see you. You know, I watch you, man. You're good. You're, you're bad. You know, such, such kind of encouragement. Mm-hmm. The point. So that was my highlight in that when he came, he really got to recognize me. And uh, even my people were like, man, how do you do it? Get the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the so, same way I was like when, when you when you mm-hmm. had uh, time to spend with this. I was like, how did you do it? But it's a good explanation mm-hmm. when you say like when you do good work. Um, yeah, you people yes. appreciate it and like artists will, will find you and i also yeah. saw you were friends with a guy that i had on the podcast chimera 516 he's one of my good yeah, friends and, yeah yeah i like his music too and uh yeah all the people remember someone i bump on every 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 day when i go you know when when i go to studio because it's mm-hmm. always also working each time i go to the station mm-hmm. i'm always bumping like each and every single time yeah yes it's a similar with uh pompey how was yeah, the experience yeah. with pompey too yeah, but pompey, pompey was even even more cause, yeah you know we, we only meet in ud yeah pompey, each time we come to uganda we've always met we've always met, mm-hmm. we've always met. but this time was was extraordinary because even after doing a show together in uganda you know we all we all flew to bujumbura and still did yeah. the same show mm-hmm. in bujumbura so that was like a double kind of connection. Mm-hmm. You get the point. And the fact that this time around I was sharing stage with him, it was very spectacular because the other times I've just been a fan, you know? Yeah. He comes and you go to his conference, you interact, take a picture, like that, like that. But this time around now, you're on the same stage with him. Mm-hmm. You're finding solutions to make something happen, you know, to be able to, to have a great show at the end of it all. So it was very amazing, man. Yes. That's really cool to have friends that not only support you, but uplift you like they move you to another level just like you said you met him in uganda and then he takes you to another country like just to push you you know that's that's some of the people that really it's helpful in our lives to have people that push each other and that's the most thing that i sell my podcast like is we rise by lifting each other like hosting you on my podcast is good for me uh for my podcast yeah and my audience also gets to know you it's like that adds another person who knows about dj victor uh that's adds another person who knows about the ugandan boy talk show and that's that's my goal in life that's my purpose in life is just like uplifting each other like we both we rise by lifting each other so i'm really thankful to hear you share about those connections with artists and like what you do with other people and i've made that a point like i want to ask you about that and how you feel about it Yeah, it is very good. And, and you know, you talked about rising, you know, by lifting each other and all that. It's also good that, uh, you know, there's one thing I would love to let you know as well. I love going back home. I love going back to the hood. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, seeing how best I can always, you know, chill, encourage them, and, uh, you know, do something, you know. Yeah. So 
that's that, that is something we don't have to really stop you know giving back mm-hmm. to the people you can always give back to the people in any way you get the point you can support yeah. anyone anyway yes even just being here alone you have mm-hmm. already given back to my career because right. you're making your audience get to know me you get the point and i've also given back to you as well you know mm-hmm. because i'm here and your people are also going to know me so yeah. i mean my people are going to know you sorry my people are going to mm-hmm. know you your people are going to know me so when yeah. we do that and we will keep adding a brick onto each other's career. And before you know it, we're all blossoming out there. We're all doing big things right now. The Uganda Bay Top Show, these are old man. Yeah. <laughs> are all on a whole new level, bro. And we exactly. won't have really that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to ask you a few other questions. Like I asked in the podcast now that we've walked through your life. Um, what has been a life lesson you've learned in life so far? Yeah, the most thing I've learned is, is man, we really have to learn to be persistent, to be consistent, and to learn to support ourselves. You get the point. Mm-hmm. Yes. If, you know, before you think of supporting the Ugandan boy, you know, before Ugandan boy thinks of supporting DJ Victor Chavarasis, I have to support myself as well. To put to put myself at a place where you can see me, to be able to have me on on, on you know on this podcast and all mm-hmm. that. You know, many people forget. Yeah, many people forget to to support themselves. They support. They forget to inject in themselves. You know. In, in their career in any way possible time finances and all that they forget that and also when they get to get to a particular level they forget that there's also tomorrow they forget that you know i have to really do more as well mm-hmm. you know now that i'm here i have to do more and then get to a better place like that to a better place in that you find someone if it's an artist he comes and he does one song he gets you know for instance it's uganda no african he gets a white lady <laughs> yeah and career stopped mm-hmm. he comes it's a car <laughs> career stopped you get the point yes yeah, so my life lesson basically is knowing what i want mm-hmm. when you know what you want everything is yeah. even gonna be easy. yes yeah before even i forget before i go into another question i wanted you to just uh yeah out your i want like my listeners who are listening right now who want to connect with you how they can connect with you your social media platform and everything you use so we can have some people connect with your work and just follow you too Yes, uh, my social media platform is DJ Victor Two Five Six everywhere, okay. like everywhere. We are mm-hmm. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on TikTok, like on Google, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yes, okay. That's that's yes, even makes it better. That's that's easy. Um, so what gets you excited about life? Is is because I don't know tomorrow. Yeah. That is why I'm always so excited about life. It makes me do my best today because I don't know what's happening tomorrow. I don't know yeah. if I'm going to live tomorrow. I don't know how tomorrow is going to be. You know, yeah. I don't know where I'm going to be, where I'm yeah. going to go, who I'm going to meet. Yeah. So I, that's why I really get to do my best today. That makes me excited. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I had another person too, like last week, talking about like, you don't know what tomorrow brings. Just enjoy yes. the what you have today. Like, just enjoy the moment. Um. And yeah, that that gets me excited too. And my final yeah. question, uh, I like to ask people, who would you like to see on my podcast next? And you're gonna help me um, connect mm. me to that person so I can host him on the podcast, him or her on the okay. podcast. Oh yes, uh, there's an artist from Uganda. Okay, he's a he's a rapper, but he loves putting the African. Like African nasty in his rap, you get the point from mm-hmm. his beat, from his lyrics, like everything is 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 actually most of 
Afri- done in an African way. Like it, there's an, even if it's trap, it's yeah. trap, but Afro trap. Yes, it's called Wick. I would love okay. you to host it and I'm going to connect you. Nice. Ace up, ace up, ace up, ace up. Yeah. Yes. You know, that, that would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so probably, man, the fact that is is Ugandan keeping the Ugandan content mm-hmm. with an with an Afro fusion with an urban fusion, it will really yeah. be good. I know you have an international audience on this podcast. Yep. Yeah. That would be amazing too, on brother. I appreciate you so much. I'm glad we were able to to make this happen i'm glad we're able to record this i know we've been putting it off for a long time because of time yes. and schedule but i gl- yes. I like your persistence i like that you kept you know some people when things like that happen they kind of give up they're like ah i'll just give it up but you didn't give up and we stayed on point and we worked well with each other so i'm thankful for that and if there's any other last word you want to say you can say to the listeners Yes, all I can say is, man, you know, don't mind about where you came from. Where you came from, um, regardless of what condition you're in, regardless of your background, that is just to shape you, to you know, to have a better tomorrow. If I was born and raised with a silver spoon, I wouldn't be here. You get the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the fact that I was born, you know, from a humble background, born from the streets, grew up from the ghetto, and had this dream, and the only way to, you know, to get to this place and even more was to, to persist was to you know to be consistent was to to find always use what i have to see how best i can grow is is amazing so anyone listening in don't stop pushing don't stop loving what you you know what, what you do anything you give up on just know that wasn't what wasn't your line of interest mm-hmm. is the point yeah. yes all right brother thank you very much it was amazing to have you on a podcast yeah. i'm glad we're able to do it so i can't wait and let's stay connected on on instagram and let each other know about any opportunities available um and help yeah. each other grow so thank you man you're welcome man thank you very much you can buy podcast man it's been an it's been my utmost pleasure man very right. awesome very awesome interview i had fun i enjoyed myself and at nice. least i'm happy that a lot of things you said here i've really never said them anywhere because yeah. people don't mind about where you know the, the beginning of the story but they want to mind about the end so much yeah. so and thanks very much before before you go tell the listeners about the new song coming out where it go yes where, every, yeah. yes where i go where i go is just a thinnest feature on big jimmy 256 it's gonna be out on uh 30th september 2022 make sure you stream download just go to just a tennis on google on youtube everywhere subscribe preset the song on itunes spotify everywhere hey there uh, this is bonnie kibuka the host of the ugandan boy talk show thanks for watching and listening to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow and also don't forget to share like subscribe and comment join us on our social media platforms on instagram twitter facebook and youtube so we'd love to hear from you thank you very much and be blessed